Welcome to Rhema for Today. You see, God is concerned about us. And He'll move through those who are in authority who may not even be Christians because we prayed. God will answer our prayers and do some things because of us that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life. In other words, He wants us to pray for those that are in authority that we might have the right kind of government in order that there will be quietness and peace. Nobody can lead a quiet and peaceable life when the country's in turmoil. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Praying with All Kinds of Prayer Series, Volume 3, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. We left off teaching concerning the prayer of intercession, which is one kind of prayer. There are different kinds of prayers we've noticed. Let's read again from 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, so we should put this kind of praying first, and pray for these that you list here. In our days, we don't have kings, but we have presidents and heads of nations. And he just stated, for all that are in authority, for all that are in authority. So that would mean all of our leaders, and our congressmen, senators, governors, mayors, all who are in authority. It's so easy, you know, to criticize. But really, a lot of things happen because we as Christians don't pray. Spend our time criticizing. Amen? Amen? As Christians, we're not to put politics before Christ. Now, we're to be interested in those things, of course. But you can become so politically minded that you're no good spiritually. Amen? Amen. Now that doesn't mean that we don't take our place and uh, so on. But we can't put those things first. We get in trouble when we do that. I've seen people lose their testimony. I mean good Christian businessmen. They got so politically minded they, they lost out spiritually. Well you don't have to. Put spiritual things first and then put politics second. Amen. Amen. And uh, like I said, we as Christians are not to put politics before Christ. Some people, they got so politically minded, they're spiritually no good. Amen. Amen. I know several years ago in one section of the country where I was preaching, there were some leaders, some people in government affairs that were under indictment. And they were convicted, actually, eventually. But at that time, they were only in, indicted. Hadn't come to trial yet. They still running, though, for office. And over here in some Christians, 
I mean, charismatic. I mean, this is a, a charismatic convention. Over here in some Christians discussing it, uh, I heard some of them say that they were going to vote for him anyway. Didn't care if they had stolen thousands of dollars. Because there's the same political party they were in, well, they're going to vote for him. Well, I don't vote parties, I vote for the man. You can do what you want to, that's your business. I'll not criticize you. And it don't bother me if you criticize me. I've been criticized by experts, so a little spurt don't bother me. <laughs> Amen. And if somebody of my particular political party don't stand for the right thing, I'll vote for the other fellow that does stand for it. What I believe. Amen. And so uh, it doesn't make any difference to some people, you know. They're going to strictly vote a party ticket no matter what they stand for or what they don't stand for. But you just simply, if you're a Christian, can't stand for some things. Amen. That's not your stand. Now, there are some folks, if they did pray for leaders and political leaders and different ones, if they're not a member of their political party, they'd pray for them that they'd be defeated. And they might be the best candidate. Now, notice this, however, that uh, uh, notice uh, why. You know, we need to know sometimes why we pray a certain way and why we're praying. Well, just ask yourself the question, why did he say to pray for kings? For all that are in authority, didn't he? Why did he do that? Why did he say pray for them? Now notice that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. You see, God is concerned about us. And he'll move through those who are in authority who may not even be Christians because we prayed. God will answer our prayers and do some things because of us. That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life. In other words, he wants us to pray for those that are in authority that we might have the right kind of government in order that there will be quietness and peace. Nobody can lead a quiet and peaceable life when the country's in turmoil. Now, notice the ultimate purpose. That's one purpose. But notice the ultimate purpose of praying for our nation. Now, that's another way of saying praying for our leaders, those that are in authority. He said, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. Now, that could be interpreted two different ways. It's good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, that we lead a quiet and peaceable life. And it's good and acceptable in the sight of God that we pray for all that are in authority. Amen. Amen. You know, people want to pray in the will of God. Well, this is praying in the will of God, isn't it? One area. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, here we come to the ultimate Notice that fourth verse of why not only that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life, not only pray for these, but God who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. You see, God's ultimate purpose in this is that we will be able to spread the gospel. If we do not have good government, where there's quietness and peace, it hinders the spread of the gospel. In times of political upheaval, we are hindered in spreading the gospel. 
In times of war, we're hindered in spreading the gospel due to travel restrictions and other limitations. God wants us to get the gospel out. He wants to get the truth out. Jesus said when he was here on earth in Matthew 24, 14, you don't have to turn there, but you're familiar with it. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come. Now the devil will do his best to see that this is not accomplished. Who's behind all of the wars and all of the turmoil and everything, upheaval? The devil is, not God. Amen? Amen. You see, uh, when Jesus was here on earth, remember sometimes when he'd go into the synagogue, those that may be possessed with devil, the devil would use their voice to cry, We know thee who thou art, thou holy one of God. Now notice what they said. Hast thou come to torment us before the time? I heard one fella preaching and he said, uh, he just quoted part of that. Well, see, you get in trouble just quoting part of the verse. He said, has thou come to torment? said, Jesus came to torment the devil. No, he didn't come to torment the devil. See, that's not what that verse says. Has thou come to torment us before the time? See, they know the time's coming when they're going to be cast into torment. But that time hadn't come yet. Now over in the book of Revelation, you know, I'm paraphrasing my own words, but there's something like this that, that uh, in other words, the devil, I'll put it this way, speeds up his activity because he knows his time is short. See, the devil is not all-knowing like God, but he does know some things. Amen? And so, uh, you see, he don't want the gospel preached in all the world as a witness to every nation, not every person, but every nation. Then shall the end come. Well, naturally, we see why the devil would oppose us, our nation. Because, you see, if he can get us in turmoil and war and everything else, he can stop the flow of the gospel. But he's not going to be able to do it. Because, thank God, we know how to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so now then we can see why God wants us to pray for those in authority. Because he would have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the book from Kenneth Hagin entitled, Jesus' Name Above All Names. Also from Kenneth Hagin, the CD, The Missing Ingredient in Marriage. And the mini-book from Kenneth Hagin entitled, Commanding Power. All this for the special price of $16. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 
888-345-74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And guess what's coming up really soon, the 1st of November. November the 5th through the 6th, your Men's called, Conference. That's uh, right. Call to Arms Men's Conference. Craig and I host that. That's my son, Craig Hagen. We co-host that. Yes. Just like you and Denise do the Ladies Conference. That's right. And it's going to be a great conference. You're going to want to come and be here. Ladies, go sign your husband up. Absolutely. Also, we encourage bringing the teenage boys, 16 and up, mm-hmm. uh, to come and be a part. In fact, we have a special breakout session with Fabian McCune mm-hmm. to talk to the young adults and teenagers. And if you work with young adults, Fabian traveled with us on the road. He was here for a while, but now he's a youth pastor down in, uh, in North Carolina. You're going to really like that. And we got Don Burns, our son-in-law, be talking uh, to business about how to start businesses. He's an entrepreneur, and I know many people have a dream to have a business. Yes. Well, I, I'm sure if you listen to Don's uh, testimony and what he has to say, he can give you some information to help That's you get right. started. Josh Pennington, they're in Baldwin. Of course, Craig and I both will be there. Yes. You can go to rhema.org slash CTA and register. Hey, go and register Ladies, get your men here. It's going to be a great time. Yes, ladies, I am sure that your husband is just like my husband. <laughs> he expects me to do all that for him. So like like uh, my husband said, hey, ladies, go to rhema.org slash CTA. Register your husband for men's conference. But I'm telling you what, it will change his life. Yes, it will. Call one 888 Faith 99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on Praying with All Kinds of Prayer Series, Volume 3. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.